This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing Vody Bauckham's interview and special appearance on the Ben Shapiro Sunday special, which is, you know, generally the best content that Ben Shapiro has because of the high-profile guests that he's had on over the years. Although it's been probably a year since I've seen any Ben Shapiro Sunday specials. Uh, they used to be really good. And you got my attention by having Vody Bauckham on, especially in such a time as this. Vody Bauckham is brought on to kind of present a biblical alternative to the Andrew Tates of the world and their version of a manosphere, as, as it's been so-called. And this is a very good time to have Vody Bakum on, but it's also an interesting time as it relates to the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire is kind of speaking with both sides of the mouth on this issue. On one hand, they have uh, Candace Owens doing a fluffball interview, a softball interview for Andrew Tate to help him rehab his image with the charges he's facing in Romania that, you know, doesn't look good for his charges based on how broad the Romanian law is on human trafficking. Doesn't look good for Andrew Tate. And additionally, they also have uh, Jordan Peterson on the Daily Wire Network. Jordan Peterson, I would classify as a false teacher, someone who's profiting off of the Bible and teaching on Scripture despite not having any real biblical faith. I don't think he's particularly close to getting there. And then you have Ben Shapiro interviewing Vody Bakum to present a more uh, biblical approach to manhood and masculinity. And you love to see that. You love to see that. But it is interesting to see at the same time Candace Owens doing the Andrew Tate softball interview. So very interesting time to be alive at the Daily Wire. I do have one critique of the interview uh, specifically on something Vody Bakum says. We're going to get to that at the end. But in the meantime, we're going to focus mostly on the Manosphere uh, topic that's brought up in the interview. I mean, this is a very good interview. I think it gets better as it goes along. Uh, but And it's worth listening to. So I'll, I'll say that. I'll recommend a Ben Shapiro video for once. But anyway, uh, before we get into that, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. This is our Patreon-like system that you can support us and you get more content. Otherwise, the least you can do is like this video and subscribe to the channel or podcast if you are new. Those really help with the magical YouTube algorithms. Otherwise, uh, we have a free Evangelical Dark Web newsletter. Check that out. Linked in the description below. Gives you Christian news in your inbox, bypassing big tech censorship each and every day. So, uh, with that said... Let's check out this video clip from the interview. Uh, about three and a half minutes. We're going to pause it periodically, but for the most part, I just want you to listen. You, you have a simultaneous sort of backlash. That 
you, you have a simultaneous sort of backlash that has come in the form of actual toxic masculinity, meaning men acting poorly, right? they, they, pointing out that, that men have sort of been robbed of their initiative, that men have been robbed, and, and all that's true. But then the reaction is, okay, so the more muscular I act, without actually taking on responsibility, the, the, the more I'm a man. Right. And so you're seeing the, the sort of manosphere online, yeah. which has picked and up a lot of steam. Hypermasculinity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what, what I've said about it is that they're getting a lot of the diagnosis right, and they're getting a lot of the prescription wrong. Yeah. They're, they're correctly pointing out that men have lost their way. They're correctly pointing out that men have been feminized, that, that a lot of what men were supposed to do has been taken away from them. But their answer is not to sort of restore traditional manhood. Right. Their answer is to almost take advantage of the failures of the system. So be as promiscuous as you want. Nail as many chicks as you want. You know, go out there and experience life and, and never settle down, never have kids, never take on obligation. Because yeah. after all, that's what the world wants of you. Now, wh what do you make of, of the state of men right now? Because it is true that across the country, men are in crisis. I mean, they're not going to school as much as women. They're, getting, they're not in the workforce as much as women anymore. They're not getting married. They're addicted to pornography. I mean, these are serious crises. Yeah. And, and, and part of that is, you know, when you take manhood and try to look at manhood in isolation, um, you've, you've already got a problem. Uh, the God who created us, he created us male and female. And so you cannot understand maleness apart from femaleness, right? You have to understand what it means to be a man, first of all, by what it means to be made in the image of God, and second of all, by what it means to be made as this, this counterpart to a woman. And this idea that God created us to be priest and prophet and provider and protector, um, God designed us that way. And when you take us away from that, like, you know, we're bigger than women, we're stronger than women, you know, we have, we, we have all of these things that allow us to take advantage of women. They get pregnant, you know, we don't, we can just walk away from it and, you know. So one of the things that's kind of interesting to me is he, how he frames like our understanding of masculinity because women, you know, exist and God created women. However, I will say one thing that I might quibble with uh, Vody Bakum here on. It's not my criticism of his interview. Uh, that's at a completely different portion. And it's that Adam was created with a job and Eve was created from Adam to help him and to help complete him. Like it was not good for man to be alone. So Adam had a purpose. And we see that, you know, he was supposed to have dominion over the garden. And with Eve as his helper, there's a much more completeness to it. So I might add a little bit like that. But again, he, he roots masculinity in creation. That is absolutely where we should look to kind of understand what it means to be a man. My understanding rooted in Genesis is that men, you know, have uh, we have labor like we were created to do a job. And we have a we have a job to do. So we are labor is masculine and accountability is also masculine. Like God comes to Adam first after the fall. Uh, that is how we know that, you know, accountability. Uh, we have a job to do as men and we are accountable to God as men. So these, you know, my you know, two mantras for manhood are labor and accountability. So working and being accountable. So uh, I, I think that's a, you know, part of masculinity. That's what masculinity should be uh, pointing towards. It should not be pointing towards being lazier. It should not be pointing towards uh, 
getting out of work or taking advantage of people. Now, Vody Bakum points out really brilliantly that because women, you know, God created woman from man, man has a, you know, a redirected purpose in protecting women, not just protecting creation, but protecting women. So I, I really like how he goes into this. I'll leave them with that. Uh, there, there are so many things that if, if left unchecked, they do allow for this toxic version of masculinity. And so what we have to call men back to is this understanding of manhood that is outside of themselves. And, and you being a man is not just about who you think you are or even who you want to be. It is about you pointing back to the one who made you. It's about you pointing back to the purpose for which he made you. And it's about you pointing back to the relationship that he intends for you to have with the opposite sex. Um, and, you know, one of the things you mentioned is men not wanting to be married. Th that's an incredibly important part of the picture of what it means to be a man. This idea that we would be in a relationship, that we would be the head of a household, that we would be, like I said, priest, prophet, provider, protector within that context. All of that gives us not only purpose, but it gives us greater understanding of what masculinity is all about. And it also keeps it in check and it protects women. That's the irony of all of this. You know, people are fighting against the patriarchy. People are fighting against marriage. People are fighting against traditional roles. And the result is you leave women unprotected and you leave men unchecked to do whatever they will with those women. So Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And that is a banger way to conclude that question. So, uh, like he says... That all this push of feminism is basically leaving women vulnerable. It's leaving them unprotected. It's also leaving them less satisfied uh, and, and happy. That, that There's a reason why depression is rampant among women in our society. It's because of a lot of this feminist push in our society. And the, because the result of it is, you know, instead of being married at a young age, you're a cat lady at in your mid-30s. And the, these things are substantially lead to less happier lives because statistically speaking, the way God wants you to live is statistically the happiest life you can have. So getting married and having kids, you know, these things are generally happy. Uh, and then being alone, it generally doesn't lead to happiness. It's not good for me, man to be alone. So, uh, Vody Bachman did an excellent job uh, rooting manhood and creation.
rooting it in scripture. He has a lot more to say in that interview, and I urge you to check that out. I do have one criticism, and let's uh, get to that real quick because this has to do with language. And when we use the enemy's terms, when we buy into the enemy's language, we can get it twisted. And we end up moving to the left. We're trying to conserve liberalism from 10 years ago. So this clip is the only clip that I really uh, had an issue with. And it's very subtle. Absolutely. It's my pleasure, man. So let's just jump right in. One one of your big sort of causes is the fight over social justice. Obviously, the term social justice is very contentious. So how do you define social justice and what do you think is wrong with social justice? Yeah, I mean, I think social justice classically is defined as the redistribution of wealth, privileges, and opportunities. Uh, Social justice is about equity. Um, not equality, right? Not not what we all grew up with, you know, equal opportunity, but equity, equal outcomes. So it's redistribution with a view toward achieving equal outcomes for various specified groups. Um, again, there's a lot more, you know, involved in that, but that's the basic definition of it. And how do you think that that con- comes into conflict? Because you talked a lot about this with Christianity and religion. So that was, this is the part that I have a problem with. And again, it's subtle, but I'm old enough to remember when the left was using equality as a buzzword. And now you kind of see Vody Bauckham saying that, you know, equality of opportunity is good, even though it's not really a biblical concept, if we're just being brutally honest. Uh, it's a very egalitarian concept and egalitarian isn't very biblical. Um, so, but I'm, I'm digressing there. So he's talking about equity and how social justice was always focused on equity. And it's like, that has not always been the case. Social justice used to be all about equality. And then Republicans at the time were championing equity as a response. So I'm sure everyone's seen that cartoon of the three kids trying to, you know, watch a baseball game over a fence and they're, they have like stools and stuff like that. Well, again, if you look back in time, you, you would see that meme with, you know, equality and equity and now you see the reverse image being used. Um, so Republicans used to champion equity in response to the left championing equality. And if you want evidence of the left championing equality, look at the term marriage equality, which Vody Bauckham uses in this interview. So v- equality was the social justice term for a very long time. I don't know when it started. It ended a few years ago. I'm not entirely sure when. I believe it ended sometime after 2018 and before 2020. The term equality was switched to equity in mass. But it was very successful on the gay issue where they did marriage equality. So you know that that was the woke buzzword for a long time. The social justice buzzword was equality. And now... He's saying that it's merely equity. It's like, no, that how they're meaning equity was the same as how they meant equality in the past. An outcomes-based um, justice system, if you would call it a justice system. Now, Vody Bakken's position is that, hey, equality of outcomes is not biblical, or equity of outcomes is not biblical. And he's right. However, it's dangerous to get trapped, to fall into the trap of the equity versus equality debate because the left flip the terms 
only a few years ago. So we just got to be mindful of that. And I think we should just abandon those terms altogether because they're not helpful. It's not helpful to say, oh, we should champion equality. It's like you're just conserving liberalism from 10 years ago. You're conserving social justice language from 10 years ago. And that's not helpful in the long run. It's not helpful. It's not going to gain ground. So anyway, I highly recommend the Vody Bauckham interview. That was my one issue with it. Let me know if you think I go, I go too far on this. Otherwise, have a blessed day and we'll catch you on the next one.